Welcome to episode three of PGT Biz and Motivation. I'm your host Daisy. And I'm your co-host Phil. And today we're going to be talking about how to have a productive day working from home. So how do you have a productive day working from home? Well, I spend my time, I spend half of my week working at a co-working space just to make sure I'm getting out of the house and meeting new people. And then the other half is spent working from home or sometimes a coffee shop. <laughs> so when I'm at home, I like to make sure that I always get dressed, yeah, put yeah. makeup on, um, or at least a little bit, just to feel like, you know, I'll get ready for the day as if I'm actually going out it's, to the office. It's kind of a mental thing, isn't it? A mode switch thing. Yeah. I, I work from home periodically, but mostly in the office. And I know that if I get dressed when I work from home, it just it makes me feel like I'm in a working mood. Definitely. feel awake and ready to go. Definitely. And that's not saying that you shouldn't have the odd day where you do work <laughs> in your pyjamas. Pyjama day. Um, you know, that's okay. That's the beauty of having the flexibility of working from home. But um, I would say that the majority of the time it's good to get dressed as you would to go to an office and go and sit at a designated working space. Uh, so a, a desk in your lounge your bedroom or an office if you're lucky enough to have I think that's room. as important for being productive as it is for your back and your kind of general physical health as well because as nice as sitting on your laptop in bed is it does not do your back any good no not at all <laughs> and then you're left with backache and complaining and you know you don't want that you want to be fit and healthy so you can actually achieve things <laughs> so what else what other tips do you have Something I always do when I'm working from home is time blocking and I use this in all aspects of my life. I'll um, set a timer on my phone um, and I will work on a specific task for say half an hour um, and that could be anything from um, editing videos or photos or writing blog posts and then once that time is up I'll move on to the, my next task. That's kind of a good way to handle your mode switching isn't it? Yeah it's particularly good as well for when you're doing emails because I find that I could I could sit and answer emails all day. Oh, this is yeah the trouble with like social media, email, chats and all of those channels if you don't block out time to deal with them then they'll take your time for the whole day. Definitely yeah yeah you're right with social media so I do the same with social media, but I'll put just five minutes. So I'll say I'll have five minutes to go and respond to comments or comment on other people's Instagrams. Uh, same with Twitter and Pinterest. Um, and I'll just do that for five minutes, like, you know, while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil or something like that. Yeah, yeah I think Twitter has a big problem with feeling like you should get an immediate response when in reality everyone should be maybe ste stepping back and getting some work done mm. you actually the... block out you totally block out sort of social media don't you when you're working well from time to time social media can really distract me because in a sense it is part of my job so i either could be customer support questions coming in via social and we've got our forums which is a, a big drain of time for me actually uh, we've got a discord channel as well which um has a much more kind of, because it's a chat room effectively, it has a much more strong sense of immediacy where people expect you to respond quickly. Or is but that classed as customer service? It is then? all kind of part of the big customer service umbrella. And then we also have our, our support tickets. Uh, so I have to make sure that I block out some time in the mornings normally to go in and answer whatever outstanding requests there are and then try and ignore that for the rest of the day or it will very quickly absorb all my time. Um, and one trick I've, I, I use from time to time is because I 
develop code for the Pi, the Raspberry Pi, which is just a small computer. Daisy's rolling her eyes right now. It could be set up in such a way that it's incapable of giving you any access to social media or to chat or to any of those channels. So I can sit there and I can have my screen just be totally 100% dedicated to code and my laptop can turn off and go to sleep and I can be completely focused down on writing code and getting work done uh, without those distractions in the background. Well, there are actually some Chrome apps that you can download for Chrome, um, you know, for those of us who don't work from a Raspberry Pi. Uh, <laughs> so you can download a Chrome app, and I'll try and find one of them because I've forgotten the name and pop it in the show notes if I remember. Yeah. Um, and what it will do is it, mean, it means you can just focus in on one thing and you can't get access to, like, your so, your Twitter account, Facebook, It blocks you out of the, the certain tabs. Uh, basically. That's a clever idea. I've never kind of needed to be that stringent. No, I haven't either. So I, but, I don't personally right. use them, but I think it's good if you're someone who is getting distracted very easily. Yeah, some some writers will use like old computers with really old versions of Word on and stuff oh, just really? to get away from the internet and get away from distractions. So mm-hmm. distraction-free writing, for example, is a big thing. And I think that's a small part of the reason why typewriters are still a bit of a thing. Because if you're typing up on a typewriter... Mm. you're isolated from a computer where there are dozens and dozens That's of distractions. True. And it really helps give you narrow focus. I think having dedicated things for doing certain tasks helps. Yeah. I tend to respond to a lot of social media from my phone, so it's only when I'm picking up my phone that I'm responding to people. And something that actually this might be quite useful for people to know, um, I turn off... I don't have notifications on. Yeah, for, I, I turn mine off on Twitter yeah, and all my social media channels as well. There's only a couple of things that I have it on, have them set for. So, you know, like if my mum texts or calls or, <laughs> if you, you know, you call, um, that they come through. Um, but often I just have it so it appears as a number oh, that's and I get no good, notifications. Um, like as a, a side pro tip, i.e. had a problem with nuisance calls on my phone. And still do where I'll get calls from someone trying to sell me a phone insurance or a new mobile contract, all sorts of nonsense, scam calls, etc., etc. And it got so bad that I basically just turned off all notifications on my phone. And then if there's someone who I want to allow my phone to buzz, then I'll go into their contact and I'll set them their own ringtone, their own vibration pattern. And that's through the iPhone, isn't and it? Yeah, it'll just be certain people who can make my phone ring. Yeah. So then if, I, if my phone does buzz, it's only ever going to be something important, whereas the rest of the time it, it just gets ignored. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, especially if you've got a specific project that you really need to focus in on. You can do something like that and then you can turn it back to your regular settings after. Um, so it's quite a good way of dealing with that sort of thing. Oh, this is why Discord's been irritating me recently because it keeps notifying me of new messages and I've just muted every channel and turned off all notifications that I can find, but it keeps notifying me of I've just something. turned off... I don't, I don't have notifications on for that no. either. I just... When this I, is on desktop computer, though. Oh, so right, okay. No, that, I mean on the phone. Um, so another thing that I like to do is have a clear desk... And I'm not a particularly <laughs> super neat or tidy person. It's difficult. It is difficult, especially when you have quite a creative job. Um, so what I like to do is I'll... My desk is clear most of the time, uh, but on those occasions that it's not, I have a box that, under my desk and I'll basically just sweep everything into there, hide it away. <laughs> that's, that's quite handy. Actually. Yeah, it is. And then I've got space to sort of brainstorm and make to-do lists or if I'm using my desk to do photos, I can do that and just... 
having a clear space really makes me feel sort of calm and yeah i know what you mean i I have a a periodic tidy up because i do physical stuff so i have to set stuff up uh, which i then work on and that builds up on my desk until it becomes an unmaintained tragic mess that's just impossible to cope with and i have to clear it down (laughs) and i've often thought it would be really nice if you had had a desk that was a conveyor belt that very very slowly moved and anything you didn't keep in place by moving it yourself would eventually fall off the end of the desk into a bin that so. would be good as long as it didn't move as fast as the conveyor belts Aldi. <laughs> yeah you you obviously don't want your cup of coffee or whatever falling no. off the end so maybe there could be a spot for your coffee so <laughs> it doesn't go off the end but yeah everything else just gets slowly <laughs> dumped off the end of the desk that'd be great that's a good idea so what else Well, something I think is really important is to have breakfast and lunch. And I think it can be really easy to forget about doing that, especially when you work from home. Um, Because, okay, it's always easy to have a cup of tea or coffee in your hand. But to break away if you're working on a certain project or something. That's the trade-off, isn't it? That's the trade-off of being really focused down and productive on something um, versus forgetting to eat. This is a big kind of developer and geek problem where we're we're very easily focused onto some technical problem and we'll forget to eat and then around three o'clock we'll realize that we haven't eaten because we start to fall unconscious (laughs) (laughs) and that's not a very good way of being productive so you you kind of have to preempt that need and you have to be disciplined about eating and and drinking. Well three o'clock is usually when I hit my slump um, (laughs) in the day so I've taken I now go to the gym at three o'clock yeah and i'll do a bit of extra work in the evening because it works better uh, for me so you hack around the slump yeah and i think that's you know that's if you have the opportunity to work from home whether that's for yourself or you just can have a few days working from home in your job it's really nice to be able to work when you feel productive so some people are super productive really early in the morning some people are productive late at night and being able to work from home allows you to sort of arrange your day around those productivity like yeah yeah i know what you mean see going back to the the forums and the social the tax board i'm not very productive early in the morning (laughs) (laughs) no surprise there so i fill that time with the the kind of low-hanging fruit of responding to forum posts and stuff and and helping people because while i'm not productive and i can't necessarily tackle a programming problem or something that i need to get done i can quite easily kind of go around solve problems help people out and and do all of that stuff and i'll get that out of the way in the morning while i'm having my breakfast and then as my brain begins to warm up i will start moving on to the stuff that i actually need to do and that's quite a good idea i like that see i tend to try and put the things that i have to get done in the day first and as in the ones that are least exciting as well (laughs) most important least exciting and i'll get those done and then I tend to have like a little browser, Twitter, and things like that. And then I'll go back and I'll <laughs> Is that sort of like work a, on my a reward blog. For yeah, doing like the exactly. Stuff. Well, that's something else, isn't it? Giving yourself rewards, um, which I think you know is good to do in many aspects of your life. But if you're struggling on a project that you're working on, having a little reward at the end of the day is <laughs> a good way to keep you going. So I find as well if you're struggling on some specific project that doesn't have a particularly imminent deadline then just taking a break from it to do something else normally gives you a brain time to kind of free associate solutions to it and and solve problems without you having to think about solving the problems yeah i think it's very easy to sort of sit there and stare at the screen or whatever it is you're working on and not 
sort of make any progress at all. So <laughs> going away and like making a cup of tea, I think having a shower is a great <laughs> way of sort of breaking. If you're working from home, yeah. If you're working from home, so much. Yeah, um, because well, it's just like liquid energy. If you have, if you go for a shower, or if I go for a shower, I don't know about anyone else. I'm filled with loads of ideas, and I'll be thinking about the project I'm working on, but in quite a calm space. And again, without any social media or anything like yeah, that, I'm really a away point. from everything. You've, you've kind of very minimal, low distractions. There. Yeah. And the same when you're, you're kind of popping to the kitchen to make a, a snack or a cup of tea or coffee, mm. which is. It's kind of always a good ritual yeah. to enforce those 15-minute breaks you really should be taking, but no one ever does, of course. Exactly. I don't know what other industries are like for that. <laughs> well, I felt when I work for my co-working space, which I think is a really good thing to do, um, I find that I actually take more breaks and I get distracted a lot, a lot more than when I'm at home. Um, again, it depends what I'm working on, but I definitely find it a lot more distracting. But the benefits outweigh it. Yeah, exactly. The the benefits outweigh it because I'm meeting new people, I'm talking to people, I'm around other people, and sometimes that in itself is motivating. Um, But I do get distracted. Yeah, again, it's it's be around, harking back to the first episode, is be around people who uh, are similar to you and doing the same things, who are similarly motivated, is always a a good way to kind of keep. But how I get around that when I'm at when I'm at the co-working space, I'll put my headphones in, whether I'm yeah, listening to music or thing, not. Yeah, isn't it? Headphones. Yeah. So it just stops me from being distracted and talking to people too much. Uh, but I'm still around people, which is nice. The, the trick is to have some really big, obnoxious, obvious headphones, because then when you put them on, people can see that you're doing something, won't try and talk to you. If you have little earbuds, then... I have little earbuds. I use the People will come up ones. to you and go, hello, hello. <laughs> I think that sort of wraps it up, really. We've got a good few points there. And we'd love for you to reach out to us on Twitter. Um, Phil is at Gadgetoid and yeah. I am at Pretty Green Tea. And feel free to send us a message and let us know how you're how you make sure that you have a productive day working from home. Or, or, or in, the, in office. the office. Yeah, exactly. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.